What's your theme tune? Um, the it's just as in from the from film, the movie, yeah. It's angle the mic up a bit. Burn by the Cure. What's that got like? I can't sing it. It's, like, <laughs> it's mostly it's just the music. I can I can get it on my phone and play. Whatever it. the soundtrack to the Crow is, that's what you need playing in your mind now as you look at Lou. Hold on, because he yeah. is for Halloween, the Crow, and it's pretty fucking bang on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube, oh, here's another thing. Oh shit. We now, and hopefully from this episode, if I can get it done in time mm-hmm. or sort out that it uploads in time, we will be video live on Spotify. And there's a very select few people that are uh, allowed on Spotify yeah. video. And so we're going to be one of them. Yeah. How sick is this? So you'll be able to watch the whole video and everything on Spotify alongside with us. Hopefully from this episode, episode forty. Welcome. 40 mm. episode. Yes, that's 40 whole weeks, mate. I know. Shit. And yeah, if not, it'll be from next week. It just depends on how quickly they let us activate the video option, but we have been given the uh, the go-ahead, the green light that we're allowed. Yeah. And they actually approached me. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Mm. They uh, sent out the emails for an application, so I applied, put mm. all details in of all the YouTube channels. Yeah. And uh, yeah, green letters, literally today or yesterday it was. Late yesterday or this morning, the email came through. That's awesome. Sick. Very exciting, that is. And sat across from the crow is what can only be called a gimpy-armed biker viking. Biker viking, is Biker definitely. viking. Because I don't own fur, which You're would be ideal. If I had a fur collar on this, this would work. Yeah. But. Um, biking, I'm, is that a thing? A biking. <laughs> I am a biking. <laughs> that is wicked. <laughs> Official new word. I also should probably be wearing this stupid thing still. It's a sling. It's, it's a, a special sling. Fuck, I've sling off. Who's going to drink rum? I'm not going to move a lot, am I? I? I'd put it on if you if I was you, but it's down to you, mate. You, not me. No. Yeah, I'm leaving it off. Listen, yeah. news is, got to go under the knife. Yeah. Sucks dick. Yeah. Big bag, not just one dick. Multiple. A big bag of dicks. Yeah, full a, of a bag of dicks overflowing with dicks. Too many yeah. dicks for the bag. Yeah. Got to suck them all. That's what this is. Yeah. Giant suck it moment. Yeah. And this is how it happened. And you don't know how it happened because I haven't told you because it's funny, but not. Didn't you said last week, didn't you? So, no. What happened was. Did you say some of how you tore it last week? Oh, no. I talked about how I tore it. Yeah. Didn't talk about how I know I'm having to have surgery on it, though. So. There, you will have watched this video now if I've had my ass in gear. It'll be up on YouTube the, uh, this weekend because what happened was, as I was filming the first bits, I was like, I'll get that by Wednesday. Then it kept escalating. Mm-hmm. So I kept filming bits. And I was like, oh, well, this is all just may as well keep going. Yeah. So um, over the weekend, there's a video up on my YouTube channel. Um, you will have seen by now, which will explain everything in depth. But I'm going to go probably into a bit more here because we have more time. Well, you're not going to get some of these bits because they've occurred after my, the video's gone up. So. Uh, I obviously blew it out boxing and felt the pop, but then it's still doing stuff that it shouldn't be doing if it's a ruptured bicep. So I was like, okay, maybe it's a partial tear. Yeah. So for people who haven't listened to last week's, I've basically, I've had a distal tear in my bicep, a distal, I have torn the distal bicep tendon. So it's called a distal bicep tendon tear. Okay. So that's the bit that attaches to your forearm. So it's the lower, the lower attach point for the bicep. So you've got two attachments to the shoulder you got one uh, at the base, which is the distal mm-hmm. tendon. There's actually, though, two tendons running into one sheath there because you have one coming off your long head and one coming off your short head. Mm-hmm. Now, I think my long head side is still attached. I think the short head side is ripped off. Yeah. 
So that would explain why I can put pronate and supinate in my hand, no problem, because the long head is more responsible for pronation and supination. Short head tendon is for elbow flexion. Mm -hmm. Now, if I try and lift anything, I can move it fine, which is another weird bit. Mm -hmm. But I think that's because the long head is still attached, which is kind of by proxy moving with the short head. Yeah. Uh, but if I try and do something where there's a slight bend in my arm, which would use that short head, mm -hmm. it's boom pain. Yeah. Like oh, instant dick pain. Can yeah. flick you on the flicking dick pain? Yeah. Yeah. Like don't do that. Again. Instant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what's happened. Now I don't know how they're going to repair that because what they. So yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to we'll get to the repair bit in a minute. So went in. saw, went to the fracture clinic this week. And, uh, well, here's the thing, the doctor, I went to see the doctor and I didn't want to go. So, well, I was, thought, hope, I was hoping it was a sprain, but yeah. a really, really bad sprain, yeah. strain, maybe a little tear. Mm. Went to the doctor and he was like, hmm, weird. It is doing things it shouldn't be doing if it was a full detach. We'll get you into the specialist and, um, you know, we'll see what's going on. Yeah. Got me in in a day. Like one next day, yeah. I was in specialists that, that, that 12 o'clock the next day. And I went to see him. Oh, I rang him that morning, told him, and he was like, right, get down. Yeah. I'll get you in in between appointments. Yeah. I was like, legend. Because right. it took me three weeks to get in there to get my steroid injection in the thumb to make it with my roidy thumb. I'm happy again. Yeah. After it had it, it's like a little, little depressing how is, breakdown. How is, how is your thumb? Good. Oh, there yeah, you go. All good. Um, <laughs> Every cloud. <laughs> yeah, I know we fixed one shit. It's moved up. Same bloody side. Yeah. Same gimpy thumb. Anyway, yeah. It, um. So, roidy thumb got done. That was all good. And then, have I just... Accidentally stopped recording? Nope, we're still going. Well done, Lex. Fat fingers. Talk about thumb. It was off on its own little rule there. Um, yeah, so he, he got me in and he and he was like, okay, he rang the fracture. So he got me in, rang the fracture clinic from there. Then they said that he had to email him all the details over, which I thought, oh, fuck. <clears throat> email. Why didn't they just take it on the phone there? Now we're buggered. It's going to be like a week before anything. Literally 12 o'clock next day, I had to like eat my words. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, they rang me that night, mm -hmm. that exact night and said, right, tomorrow, 10 past 12. So I'll be there. Got in. Um, and again, they saw me within, I got there for 10 past 12, saw me within 20 minutes. Like someone came in, I was like expecting there till two before anyone saw me. Yeah. Because times are pointless. That's what they tell you. Get it in at one, you've seen it like seven. Yeah. I don't even know why they tell you. Just so you're there, I suppose. I, they should have like a system where they like judge the day as it's going and ping you like a slot. An hour before yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a slot time to get yeah. in so that you're not sat there if it's three hours behind. Mm. That'd be, surely that's easy to do. They do it for, they do it for as the deliveries. Yeah. And shit, and Sainsbury's. How can it be any different? It's just an appointment block. And the system would check. You would just log in where you're at in the system as a human, wouldn't you? Yeah, I suppose there's more factors with obviously the the amount of time with the doctors is going to vary a lot more where I think like an appointment, they're going to know a pick up and drop off quite quickly. Like you could have an appointment with a doctor that's five minutes or you could have one that's 20. And then if you've got 50 people all booked in. You'd log them in and out, wouldn't you? That's yeah, I mean. yeah. I'm sure there probably would be a way of doing it, but. It's so ridiculous that you're talking seriously about a doctor's hospital appointment system. I can't look at you like this. Is the, the black around the eyes, which I'm sure is the same your way, but I have skin showing, which is still human. Yeah. You're fully like, I'm going to You always look really weird because they're I'm literally gonna... just floating. Yeah. They're just floating, just two little two white balls. Huh? Yeah, because I've got, if you're not on YouTube, I've got a black band right across my eyes, round to my ears. Mm. Oh, you see little flags, bits on the ears? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that cool. Yeah, that looks sick, that does. I think that would yeah. be cool. Just literally, like you could have like some stripes and dots. Just, yeah, just on the ear. I yeah. think it look cool. I I, I think, think those uh, piercings, the ones like at the top. I always think mm. they're quite cool. I've got 
fucked up cartilage up here though from wrestling. Yeah. I just wonder if that caused problems. Mm, I think a tattoo would look I think better tattoo, though, like yeah. a bit more masculine as well. Yeah, that's true. I think. I'm sure some guys could rock that. Like, I don't it's know what tons. it's called. Is it? Is that the conch? Some have the top. No, that's the conch, isn't that little? Oh bit yeah, there the conch is the little bit in the middle. That bit right at the top edge, but whatever. Tip, that is. Get your tip yeah. pierced. Yeah, get <laughs> mushroom tip. Um, where were we at? Oh yeah, yeah so you were getting distracted by the the crow talking to you about <laughs> hospital appointments. Yes, I was. Uh, the crow. So you've not fixed hospital appointments. Yeah, that was it, yeah. So anyway, Dr. Singh was the guy who came and saw me. And you know when you sat there thinking, like, who's this going to be like? Because when I we went to the GP, he was your standard, kind of overweight, older guy, a bit disheveled looking, mm-hmm. you know, just... But I, I kind of think sometimes that's a good thing because they're just a pure doctor. Yeah, yeah. They're not bothered yeah. about anything else. Yeah. They're just like, I'm medical and that's it. Yeah. There's this and then my football or something. Mm-hmm. But this guy came in and he was, you know, relatively casually dressed, but he was a younger guy. Mm-hmm. He's like in his 30s. And um, quite just with it. You know, when you yeah. speak speaking to him immediately, you get a rapport. Yeah. And um, so when he found out I was, I, he said what I was doing, I explained why, why what I was doing and why I needed it to, my arms to look symmetrical again. So if this is a healing thing where it'll heal asymmetrically, then I'd rather it didn't. Mm-hmm. Or if it will heal and it'll heal fine on its own like that, great. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, and he asked me what I did and I told him about YouTube and stuff. And he, said, and he looked me up afterwards. Yeah. Um, so he actually had an interest in me then, which was a benefit. Yeah. Because... I guess they just get number of number and number of people yeah. coming through. So this guy, um, he was he was like, right, we need to get this scanned so that we've got, we need to get your C- uh, CT scanned or MRI. And that was up at Oswestry, his place. So it turns out he was from a place of an Oswestry, which will be important later. Because, <laughs> uh, and he goes, do you know what though? He said, how long? And I said, he said, how long has it been since you had it done? And it was, uh, so I went, I go in to see him. When was that? Tuesday. Day. Yeah, yeah, it must be Tuesday. Tuesday. I was like, Friday last week, and he looked at me like, say what? Mm. You went, why? What? And he went, why, why? And I looked at him, I just went, because I was really wishing it hadn't gone. <laughs> I was hoping it would just fix my magic. Mm. I wanted the magic. <laughs> and he just looked at me and was like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> Fair enough, but he said, but we've now lost nearly a week mm-hmm. because you've done that. So let's even get you scanned here now. Let me just go and have a chat with some people. And he went off, had a little word and managed to slot me in mm-hmm. in the middle of a big fucking, the main hospital mm-hmm. in Shrewsbury, which was pretty busy. Got me in for a CT scan. Wow. Like there, I was there max two hours, the entire thing. And in that, he got me in to do the CT scan and everything. Sure. So that came back. So this is where it gets a bit mad. So he rang me later that evening just to say, Hey, did you get your scan done? All right. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, that seems follow up. Quite like, yeah. like above and beyond. I would just expect you don't hear anything, do you? You just assume they've sent your results off and see something else. Yeah. And he was like, okay, good. Just double checking that was done. He just wanted to make sure I'd been able to get it done so that he knew results were on the way. Yeah. I was like, okay, I like this guy. Mm. On the ball. Yeah, really on it. Like really good. Uh, it gets better. But it gets worse first. <laughs> so he said on that phone call, I was like, listen, it's going to take one or two days for the radiologist to get those results through to me. And then I'll be able to know what's going on. This morning... So bearing in mind, all the way through, I mean, people been messaging me, saying, how are you doing? Lots, you know, everything's like that. Told everybody. Tons of people are going like, ah, oh, it doesn't sound like it's ruptured, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like you might have done a partial tear. That sounds right. Is it doing? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. And I get a phone call this morning. Bing, ring, ring, pick up. Hello. Is that Mr. Griffin? Yep, speaking. Hello, this is such and such from um, uh What does she call it? Uh, orthopedic and something in uh, clinic. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Bringing about your surgery next week. Sorry, what? What? Uh, your surgery? 
I went for a, didn't know I was having to have surgery. No, um, just went for a scan yesterday with Dr. Singh. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, um, I do. Hang on a minute. <laughs> and now she disappeared off. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. I was like, is this, has she messed up? She's got to mm. have messed up. There's no way she, she's messed up. Mm. Uh, and she comes back, she goes, no, that is correct. Yeah, he has. What's happened is they forwarded it from his whatever to to myself and I'm just organizing getting you a setting and giving you instructions what you need to do she went through all these instructions of this place is up in Oswestry Oster- I've got to go to got to be there by 7.30am in the morning on the 5th of November um, all the you know, usual things of don't eat by this time keep drinking until this time very important I'm hydrated up until 7am is it local or general? so Oswestry is about 30 minutes no, I mean, north anesthetic wise well that's why I didn't ask that but it seems from research that they put me under, under, under. Yeah. I, I thought local it's... would be cooler because I get to watch it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I'd know. I'd be quite interested. I think I'd be all right. Well, I might vomit. Yeah. Just you just don't know the until it happened. <laughs> They've got you yeah. open and you just go, oh, this is vile. <laughs> <laughs> put him under for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, she comes back and gives me all these details. And then obviously it's my birthday on Monday, 1st of November, because I miss Halloween by smidge. Mm-hmm. Um, happy birthday, Shaq! If you listen to this, whose birthday is on Halloween, and I always every year gets to about eleven p.m. at night, and I go, "Oh fuck!" and I have to get it in before midnight. I'm allowed to get it in before midnight. Happy birthday, or I've, I've been a bad friend. Um, yeah. So he, then, what happened was she she said I have to go for a fucking COVID test on the third. Mm. Well, I'm away because my birthday. So like, I can't do that. I'm away. We're literally away, away, not yeah. abroad, but different yeah. part of the country. And she was, and she was like, "Oh, um, well, it has to be because you have to get the stupid COVID test, then isolate, and then go." Mm-hmm. But here's the dumb thing: you can't drive afterwards, so you have to get picked up and dropped off. So how can you isolate if you've got to have someone to pick you up and drop you off? This is what I mean. This is the dumbness of COVID society at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's like no any. logic there. There's zero point in isolating. Yeah, if you're going to have to have someone come and drop you off and pick you oh, up. Yeah, can't understand the logic. Dozy. Either. Anyway, so because of that. She was like, oh, well, this won't work then. And I was like, well, why won't it work? Because I have to have the COVID test and I isolate for a day then come in. Mm. So I have to get the COVID test on the third. Well, I was away till the morning of the fourth. Mm. Like, right, okay. And she said, well, um, I'll leave this with you. I'll come and get back to you. And then in the meantime, I was like ringing around and cancelled off. So I said, well, I've got to prioritise this mm. because, yeah, I want to be away and want to enjoy stuff and not deal with this. Yeah. I, that's the way so I was thinking. My brain was going, oh, you know, ignore it. Yeah, ignore it. It's not, there. it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, ignore it. Problems will go away if you ignore them. Yeah. yeah. That's worked well in the past, hasn't it, brain? So I was like, no, fucking just, just suck it up. That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to get cancel the bits off. So I cancelled those, cleared the third, and then I was driving to, I was driving my mum. We were going to take a keys to the post office or something like that anyway. And uh, the doc rang me. Mm-hmm. So he rang me and he goes, uh, it's Dr. Singh. I was like, Kep, how are you doing? He said, uh, I believe you were called this morning. Uh, I just want to apologize about that. I was like, yeah, bit of a shock. He went, yeah, I d- underestimated the work ethic of my colleague. <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was on the ball. so on the ball yeah. that she was like hours ahead of where he thought she'd be scheduled. Right. So she got everything through she needed, mm-hmm. but she was supposed to do it after he called me. But yeah. She was just so, she was flying. Yeah, fair enough. So, but she, yeah, and she's from this Oswestry place, Oswestry, which will come in again. So he uh, then explained to me, he's actually booked me in on the 5th preemptively for mm-hmm. the surgery mm-hmm. because he got some a view of the CT scan back. But he's, he's not a radiologist, so can't confirm. But from his years of experience, he looked at it and thought, that looks fucked. Mm-hmm. And that, not, you know, that's 
exactly the medical terms he used. He was like, it looks pretty fucked. Mm. No, he said that it looked like the tendon had retracted. Yeah. So, but he said it's not confirmed by the radiologist. But, and this is where the guy gets sick. He was like, if we leave it until this evening or tomorrow for them to get the results through to me officially, my slots for next week will be booked up. Mm. And then you'll be waiting another week to get in. So he said, I'd rather get you a slot in and have to cancel it than you not get to see me. Yeah. I was like, you are a legend. Yeah. I don't even care if I need surgery or not now. That on its own is giving me confidence in this guy. Mm. Like way forward thinking, amazing. Then it turns out his other surgeries are literally fucking putting limbs back on people. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. He says I got people coming in with shit hanging off. Yeah. And he puts it back on. Or the, or the limb arrives in a separate box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Frankensteining people. Yeah. So this guy is a super trauma surgeon in terms of limb limb trauma. Yeah. And uh, hand, he deals with hands. Now that's delicate work. Yeah. So immediately I've gone from, genuinely there's a little bit of shit in it. When I went, when she said, I'm ringing you about your surgery, the whole world just went. Mm-hmm. So I was starting to feel really good that this wasn't needing it because I could start moving it better. Swelling's gone down. Bruising wasn't that bad. Yeah. And so this was just like, hey, good morning. Here's an anvil, mm-hmm. like Wiley Coyote style. Womp. Yeah. And um, so he's preemptively put me in. We still haven't got the results back from the CT scan, but I'm saying, listen, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. He knows. I've looked at it a bit more. And like I said, I think it snapped that short head yeah. tendon off. Which is why it still is, looks normal because the lung head's holding it in yeah. place. And especially from the ex, the outside of your arm, yeah. actually that's the lung head that's going to be... But here's my reasoning head. as to why I think that is true as well. If I put my left arm like this, mm-hmm. so I'm turning, I'm putting my arm across my body at a 90 degree angle. If I flex my bicep now, it's impossible to peak it, isn't it? Yeah. Because I'm flexing here. The lo- it won't let... Because of the orientation of the forearm, yeah. that short head can't contract. Yeah, it's elongated. Can't it? do it, yeah. Watch this. Other side. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So try and do this at home now. Put your arm across your body at a 90-degree angle, bend at the elbow, turn your palm towards the floor, make a fist, and then try and peak your bicep. You'll see it doesn't happen. Mm. On my right side, it peaks like I'm curling it with my palm facing. Now turn your palm to the ceiling. You'll see it peak. Mine does that with my palm facing down. And that, to me, screams there's no attachment to that short head. Even looking at when you're flexing there, Obviously, you've got a no, you're like not many. Mine's people like have a bally peak, and not many people can see this, this the split in their bicep. Yeah, but you can a little bit. But when you're looking at it from the side, the the short head of the bicep like super, sticks out yeah. even further than it should. It's tennis balling, yeah, and that's a sign that that's gone. Probably, yeah, it's yeah. Gone. So I think it is. I, I think I'm pretty sure it's surgery because I can't see how that would still be attached at where it should be if it's been able to do that. No, and I can't see that healing on its own. No, it, well, it would heal, but it would heal wrong. It, it would heal. It just wouldn't be attached anymore, yeah. though, surely. Yeah. It'll still, it could still function. Yeah. I think it literally attaches where it's, where it's like. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'm sure that's what happens. Because I've seen people that have had, that, that have tore a bicep and then not had it. And their biceps still function, but they're just like up there. Really? Yeah. And they can still lift, not very. They don't not, have a lot of strength, though, do yeah, they? The, yeah, the strength is definitely gone. But I think it literally just attches where it lays. Yeah, I don't know for a fact, but that's how I saw it. Well, I'm I'm pretty much certain it's it's surgery bound now from mm. everything he said, and that that one thing because that's not got any better. It's not stopped doing that weird mm. little thing over time. It's not like it's stopping regressing up my arm. So, should we you, drink to that? Yes, indeed. So, oh, but here's now the kicker. 
so the dude who obviously found out is a trauma surgeon, I've found out people who've been messaging me. Thank you all for all the love, by the way, online. Some people who were local to Shrewsbury were like, get the fuck out of that hospital. Do not get treated there for something like this. Mm. If you're an athlete, don't go there. Like if you're an old person, just you know, carry on, fine. Yeah. But it's apparently they had like one person had a back surgery that was being headed by a knee specialist. Right. And she had to eject herself from the hospital because they wouldn't transfer her. So she, she had to literally log herself out of the hospital, whatever mm. you call it, what do you call it? Um, D- Discharge. Discharged herself yeah. and it took herself to the clinic she wanted to go to, which was covered by her insurance anyway. So it was bizarre. Um, and so that she, uh, she said, you need to get to Oswestry to this thing. And that's so by by chance. Yeah. That's exactly where this guy is from. And the guy. And what he does, he's the lead surgeon there. The guy from Oswestry who you're seeing, he was just in Shrewsbury by chance. Yeah, so he was just on that fracture clinic he, in that day, you know, doing referrals. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure there's more than just him that comes in and does that. Yeah. So maybe the fact I left it from yeah. the Friday to the Tuesday. Yeah, if you'd have gone in the week maybe before. Maybe there'd have been someone different there. Almost yeah. definitely. And maybe I had a bollock surgeon mm-hmm. heading it up. Yeah. Ended with a nut sack in my arm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we're at with it. it. Looking like surgery, it's looking like, you know, they're saying three to six months until you're free and sorted. But fuck that, I'm saying six weeks, motherfuckers. Yeah. I, like I said to you before, I had a friend who, who was able to lift again extremely lightly um, it, after... Two after weeks. It was, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Because, I mean, at least you're activating. Yeah. My, my, my thought process is I'm, it's going to shrink away not only my bicep, tricep, shoulder, the whole fucking shebang because I'm not going to be able to use the whole right side. So mm-hmm. that's pec, shoulder, bi, tri... I spoke arm. about this before. Um, I'm going to keep make sure you train, train, I'm gonna train, train the other arm. I'm going to do a mini series yeah. called Chicken Drumsticks. Yeah. And I'm going to just beast my legs mm-hmm. for six weeks. Definitely train the other arm as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will do. If, um, there's the. But I'm going to have a massive leg focus. I'm not going to be able to do back massively well. Everything's going to be just maintenance, isn't it, for yeah. that side? Because it's single side. I can't pull anything yeah. heavy. But I could train legs heavy still. Yes. So I reckon if I do a, a before, like mm-hmm. a surgery, yeah. legs. And then six weeks down the line, legs when I've beast them four times a week for six weeks. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Just extremely high volume. Just yeah, just fuck them up. High frequency. Just smash them out. Minimum four days a week. Yeah, maybe cool. Do something, and then obviously yeah. I can go through the healing of the arm, and we can go through how you guys can avoid all this as well. I mean, it is a bit of a freak occurrence. This I, I'm, I'm a lottery win. Yeah. Two to five out of every one hundred thousand people a year, this happens to. Yeah. I, I don't feel lucky. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I was talking to to a client today actually because they were talking about in, like you know having a coach to stop them ever having injuries again. And I said like we can't it's stop free. we can't stop you having an injury. He said that obviously training with better technique and training with um, you know by looking after your recovery, focusing on your your sleep and your your nutrition, yeah. all these other things can factor in to reduce the likelihood of injuries. Very can't eliminate it because inherently lifting. Any is, any sport is, is dangerous. Danger. Yeah. Being completely sedentary is dangerous as well. Yeah. You can't you get you, something's going to fuck you up. You can get up too quickly, have a head rush, and smack your head into a wall. Yeah. Something's going to, my, to fuck you up. Happened to my sister's fellow this weekend. Oh shit! Really? He trained loads yeah. over the weekend. He's a rugby. He was a professional rugby guy, yeah. and now he plays and coaches still. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just done a ton. And he was sat down for a little while, just whew, buff. And in the night, he just uh, got up too fast, and mm. his body was just a bit dehydrated and whatnot. Complete blackout. Smacked his head into the wall, like 22 stitches. Fuck. Yeah. Just, and that's from getting up the sofa after playing rugby all weekend. No, no problems. <laughs> How did you hurt yourself? Was it on the field? Did you get stamped? Someone break you in the face? I got up off the sofa too quickly. Smashed my head into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
the way it goes. That's the way that often it's the people that lift tend to get hurt by freak accidents more than getting lift. Yep. They're like hurt in I've, the gym. I can't remember. I think I've done once where it's gone before mm. and that was my shoulder and that was an idiot thing of just being in a new gym and i just racked the weights up like i was mid-set because i was just in a new place and my routine mm. so i just put my load straight on rather than warming up yeah didn't think and just yeah. went um but other than that i've like hurt myself putting my t-shirt on underneath a fan after a workout because <laughs> yeah, it was cold air blowing on it yeah dumb stuff like that um punt doing mitts punching mitts with a, at a boxing club and the kid who was holding the mitts didn't know what to do so put no power behind the mitt so my punch went through the entire mitt didn't land anywhere mm. and then it, it hyperextended all my back and right. tweaked me out for like three weeks <laughs> that's it isn't it <laughs> just silly dumb shit. little things yeah I've hurt my back reaching to get my seatbelt so funny literally just it? gone ah. I've done that with my neck yeah you know when you're watching TV for a little bit and you turn your head too quickly away from the TV because yeah. you've been watching a movie so you've been fixating you go kink like, oh sweet I'm Batman for the next three days yeah oh, I hate that feeling <laughs> of having a stiff neck just thinking about that so well let's let's loosen everything up with a little bit of alcohol yeah. so here we go this week we have ooh we're on the rum we got ourselves a Jaffa cake rum a Jaffa de Jaffa de Jaff. We've had this one for a little while. I've been looking forward to this one. Yes. This is going to be interesting oh, because I want to see how they get this. This is a Jaffa cake rum. It's literally what it says on it. It's not, it doesn't say Jaffa rum. It says Jaffa cake rum. Mm-hmm. What's percentage? 42? It's 42, yeah. It's a piece of kicker. It's Blended with orange, orange peel, Ooh, I like uh, that. cocoa powder, and real life no fooling Jaffa cakes. What? Actual. They soak Jaffa cakes in it. Wow. And real life, no fooling Jaffa cakes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well. Let's have a go then. Yeah. Is it a cheeky popper? It looks like it's a cheeky popper. It, yeah, I think it may be. I'm very interested with this. Right, just to, I'm going to stop and restart this so we don't have any blackouts. I know you guys enjoyed the whole like 30 second blackout we had last week because it's become our like tribute to the internet. <laughs> but now we're going Spotify. We can't have the blackouts. <laughs> okay. We've got to be on our best behavior. So here Spotify. we go. Best behaviors. And keep an eye on that to make sure that we don't have those and you get a more, a more professional output from us, at least in a visual way. You won't get it from a verbal way. No, not at all. <laughs> in terms of the bottle, it's the actual shape of the bottle is nice. It's very I like standard. it. It's clean. Yeah, it's it's uh, do, it's quite I, formal. It looks Jamaican. Yeah. Which is kind of... Uh, do they do rum in Jamaica? Yeah. They do, is, don't this they? Is, this is a Caribbean rum, so... Yeah. Is Jamaica... I'm terrible. Yeah, Jamaica's in Is that Caribbean. part of it? It is? Yeah. It is? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dad, I learned something new today. Right, yeah, but it's it's not necessarily. It looks, it just looks quite smart. It's clean. It looks um, like something else. It looks a little bit, you know. It looks a little bit like the um, what was the wolf one? Wolfburn, similar kind of bottle to them. They're quite yeah. quite like that. Yeah, well, but the 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 labeling is purple, red, orange, purple. No, so it goes in stripes acrosswards like horizontal. Purple, red. Orange, red, purple, with Jaffa cake and rum written in orange and purple on it. So it's kind of that whole. It does look Jamaican. It looks like a flag. Yeah, it yeah, does. It's it's very flag. Jamaican's got the the three stripes: the red, is it? No. yellow, and green. Red, yellow, and green. Is that yeah, right? I think so. We are, there's so many geography people who just know. Oh, yeah. It's something I've never, my brain will not connect with. No, sorry. Is, is locations, motorways, junctions, street names. My brain's like, no. Here's the lyrics to Top Gun again. What is wrong with you? you oh, this is all you need. Freaking highway to the goddamn danger zone. Oh, oh it's Firm a one. Oh, that was a. I think that was one of the best pops. Yeah, Ooh, that was quite a, quite a high pitched like. Yeah, it was like a. Yeah. Kind of yeah. 
Like you worked for it. I did. I'm fucking sweating. <laughs> I don't. Great. Oh, we didn't talk about your outfit, actually. A genuine ankle length leather jacket. Yeah, that was pretty loud. That was very loud. Oh, banger. He sniffed it. Smell good. I can't smell the Jaffa cake. This that much. There's a bit of chocolateiness, a little bit of it's orange, but it's yeah, it's it's not that strong. When they say orange peel, you expect it to be, and they've got orange peel and cocoa. You think, oh, this might be a bit bitter. Mm. Yeah, th- this. Oh jacket. no! Did you stick your nose right in it? No, no. Oh, dude. Okay, stick your nose in it. I don't want to because I'll get oh, like ball on it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, there you it. go. You just weren't you weren't getting the deeper tones. Mm. Yeah, now the you orange really comes through. So now what does that mean? When you can smell the other things above that when you have to get a real deep I wonder if it's like how because it's obviously the the vapour from the alcohol that's kind yeah. of carrying it differently. I don't so know. It's a heavier scent. Is that such a thing? A heavy Oh, it's a glugger. Oh, it's a permaglugger. I love how you've gone for a classic loophole. Yeah. What did we work out we were doing triples when we thought we were doing doubles? I think it was quadruples when we thought we were doing doubles. Yeah, this leather jacket. When I was like, I decided to do the crow, I was just like, I'll just go on on eBay, pick up one of them long leather jackets. I was like, no one wears them anymore. Surely they're not that expensive. I was wrong. 200 odd quid. Yeah. They were literally like, for a real leather jacket, like, you know, that kind of, well, if you've seen the crow, a long ass leather jacket or Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. Like a full length leather jacket. But with um, uh, double breasted. Yes. Double yeah. breast. It, it's, I, dude, I'm not mad at it. I'm genuinely <laughs> I just, not mad I don't, at it. I can't see me wearing this in everyday life. If you don't want it, I'll purchase it off you, I think. 250? 250 quid? 10 times the profit margin. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I on. literally, I was looking at, I was looking at everywhere for, for one of these, like used one that was just going to be a bit cheaper. Um, just all of the usual Depop. I literally saw this exact jacket, same brand and everything, on Depop, £250. Um, and then I was just like, last resort, I was like, I'll have a look on Spock. Um, I can't believe you thought of that. I, That's I, only just been advertised, hasn't yeah. it? Uh, it's been out for a while. But it? It, I, I only noticed it. I don't really... I've right. never looked on it for like clothes or anything. But anyway, so I was like scrolling through. I went ages back. Like I was scrolling for a long time. And then I saw a listing for a men's large leather jacket, full length, um, that was listed like the beginning of this year. It's been on for fucking ages. And I was like, oh, no chance that's still there. Yeah. Um, so I put it I just was cheeky because it was like it'd been on for a long time. I was like, oh, any, any chance you've still got it? And she was like, yeah, I've still got it. I was like, would you take 25 quid? And she was like, make it 26 and you've I got a deal. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she, like, she bartered for an extra pound. I need the win. Yeah. How much the cost her? Six, seven quid to send it. Um, it was about. I think I, I did pay for the delivery on, oh, top, right, on top of that. It oh, was okay. like it was like four pounds delivery or something like that. I think it must have cost more than four pounds. Uh, that's why it's it, got away a bit. I love the way you squeak when you move. I know. Like, I wonder proper. if you can hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it's proper leather. Yeah, it's, I can't believe that. Just the leather weight alone must be worth more than what you paid for it. Yeah, yeah. And it literally, you've you've looked over this now. It doesn't even it's look like been it's worn. been worn. It's literally got a wear on the shoulders from being hung yeah. or folded up somewhere yeah. for so long. There's no crease in the elbow. There's no worn crease in the elbow. Look at the cuffs. Yeah. Now, those cuffs will have wear on them if it had been worn anywhere because yeah. you just have jewellery watches and stuff rubbing. Nothing. Yeah. 
Nothing. That's something somebody bought and after they watched Blade one too many times, yep. got it home, put it on and went, ah, oh, I'm a twat. Oh, like <laughs> yeah. Even in this store, trying those on, it would have still looked cool because yeah. you're surrounded by leather yeah. and a bloke going, that fits oh, very well. Yeah. And you're like, yes, yes, yes it, it does. does. Yeah. <laughs> and you get home and you see it amongst your normal like little little <laughs> white cream room with your TV and your games console and you look at yourself and you go, oh, no, I look like no, a tit. I'm a tit. I've been done. So, but yeah, man, I, I was well happy with that bargain and I think it completes the ensemble quite Mate, nicely. Honest to God, it's, you are the crow. Yeah. I I thought that like, I'd be able to, because the- <laughs> I've always loved the crow and from lots of Halloween parties, there's always somebody who comes as the crow. And every time I see them, you're like, no, they don't look that great because they wear they have to wear a crappy wig. Yeah, it's the wig that lets that everybody down. Your hair is on, and I was like, my hair is the right length it right is. now. It's so even I was like, layered the same. Yeah, I was like, I, literally, it's the same hair pr- pretty much. <laughs> and I watch The Crow probably once or twice a year, every year since I've been about twelve. That because I think Crow came out in like where is it? It's got to be like mid nineties. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. It's that whole era. Yeah, I'd say like somewhere around 95 or something like that. When, when did the uh, Keaton Batman come out? Oh, that's probably late 90s, 98, 99. Because it's around that era, isn't yeah. it? It's that kind yes. of Tim Burton takeover. Yeah. And yeah, and I was just like, I could do a better version. I've got sim. I'm obviously a fair bit heavier than Brandon Lee was at the yeah, time. Yeah, you're not far off the similar but kind like, of face shape. Yeah, I was going to say my face is a similar shape. If I was like, if I was as lean as he was, I'd probably be pretty yeah. close. But yeah, so I thought, fuck it, I'll go for it. Always wanted to nail it. I'm definitely happy with it. So, so. What, what we've learned is Spock is a great place to buy leather jackets you shouldn't get away with. Mm-hmm. And also that you, even being half Indian, what half is Pakistani. it? Half Pakistani, that's it. Yeah. yeah, half English actually makes you part Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon Lee was he's part half Chinese, half, yeah. half so like Caucasian. You're a super mongrel. Yeah, yeah. You can adapt. You couldn't have told you have, what, you have adapted. You couldn't tell what Brandon Lee was, would you? No. If you didn't know no, who he was, Western with something in him. Yeah, because yeah, slowly. But Bruce wasn't even that super. Uh, is he? Was he Chinese? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I get confused on that whole Eastern. Yeah, no, I, I, I segmentation. Think it's Chinese. Yeah, he's Chinese. I think so. He's kung fu from China then. I thought it was Japan. Which is which? Samurai is Japan. Yeah. What's kung fu? Japan or China? It's very confused. I think it's I know China. the Japanese are the the Japanese are the super clean lot. They're the ones that are tyrannical with the cleanliness. Chinese are actually pretty filthy. I know from I know from experience in Manchester that a lot of landlords would not rent to Chinese people oh, really? because the yeah the cooking would literally destroy the entire flat. <laughs> you could not get the smells out. Wow. They had to comp- they had to rip kitchens out Fuck. and replace and replace them because everything's just dude the stuff that is grim mm-hmm. like intestines feet chicken feet uh, just and it's all boiled and bleh, and so it gets all the grease and they cook with tons of grease and it just gets everywhere yeah and it just embeds and there's just no getting out the yeah. smells it gets you know because they because they all the, f- the not smoke what yeah. is it Just like the steam, like the steam more yeah. than anything gets in and into everything yeah cooking smells do in general don't imagine they? Like, fish times 10 yeah forever yeah After a year the of that you're not getting that umami smell, smell everywhere yeah, yeah they're literally blacklisted mm-hmm. from some built entire buildings as if which is weird because some, some of the Chinese are obviously not like like that because they're super fucking wealthy yeah so it's Chinese who come over to Britain. It costs them twenty thousand pounds a term. 
to come and study here. And mm. they're like, yeah, and we buy Louis Vuitton. Yeah. But also super say, duper rich. If you if you ever go to Bista Village, there's just loads of Chinese people going yeah. around and they're yeah. fucking just keen in it. Yeah. yeah. Just buying everything. I so, do wonder like where all that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where the levels are or where it crosses because China's so huge. Yeah. But I, I don't know, but there's definitely levels. But this is where is Kung Fu? Tell us, where's Kung Fu come from? Who's a Kung Fu geek? Tell us where it comes mm. from. I mean, I'm Enlighten very us. uneducated when it comes no, to... No, I only know movie Kung Fu, that's all I know. Yeah. And then I only know that samurais are Japanese because it's just inherently told in every story, isn't mm. it? That they're Japan and in this place. So you hear it all the time. But you don't ever hear that they're saying like, in South China, where you don't hear it. And no. there's got to be different sections. Like there is in England, so small. We have different levels. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try this. the old uh, Jaffa de Cakey. Now that we've um, triggered a load of racial Clink. things. Yep. Chink, chink. <laughs> right, sniff test. See, now I can't smell the orange as much as when I just threw it through the neck. Maybe no, it's because yeah. it was condensed, I feel. Yeah. Oh, no, there it is. You just got to get real close to it. Okay, here we go. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, no, it's Jaffa Cakes. That is actually fucking Jaffa Cakes. Wow. Holy shit, that actually is. You get the chocolatey orangeness, and I don't know how. The biscuit. The yeah, the, the, the cakiness, yeah. Is it a cake or is it a biscuit? Well, it, the clue's in the name, I suppose, but when... It's a fucking biscuit, but... Still, Do you think it's, I don't think it's a biscuit, it's a sponge. Yeah, but it's still biscuit-shaped, and you put it in, you can fit it in your so mouth in one go... Yeah, but what about cake pops? Fuck's a cake pop? Oh, you've never lived by, sir. What is a fucking cake pop? So you pop? take normal cake, yeah. like sponge, yeah. you roll it into a ball with the icing that you would have on top of the cake. Mm-hmm. So you make it into a ball and you coat that in candy, a melted mm-hmm. candy. You mm-hmm. stick it on a little stick, cake pop. I've never heard of that. It's not a biscuit though, is it? And it's not a lollipop, it's still fucking cake. I don't like these boundaries. <laughs> I feel like you're boxing me in. I think it's a cake. It, I think it's a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. With all of this, people people like to draw lines in the sand yeah. and say this is this and this is the other. Everything is on a spectrum ranging from cake to fish. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's, 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 that, that's the like, spectrum. Everything is on your cake to fish. Where's beef yeah. on the cake to fish scale? It's like it's more cake. Yeah, than fish. It, it, I'd say I'd say it's probably <laughs> it's past it's past halfway to fish. I'd say it's past halfway to fish. Yeah, so it's more towards fish than cake. Yeah, just a little bit past it. Yeah, what a sausage? Um, I'm going just more, a tiny more bit towards cake. On yeah, just one. a tiny bit more towards cake. So Not a huge filling and shit on it. Yeah. yeah, we could get the scale out, and I can. You just <laughs> ask me things, and I'll, I'll put it on the scale. <laughs> I'll if put you it want. on the fish and the cake, cake scale. <laughs> yeah, fish to cake scale. <laughs> what an awful combination, fish and cake. Oh, do you reckon Wait, someone's ever made a fish? Yeah, cake? Yes, hundred percent. Oh, hold on, there are fish it. cakes. Oh but yeah, not. yeah, it's not a cake. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a cake. <laughs> Madness. But I wear a fish cake on the fish to cake. Oh, see, I think of that's got to be bang in the middle. That's got to be your point of, of centre yeah, reference. Yeah, that's neutral. The fish cake. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're taking this so seriously. We get too far, don't we? What else did we take ridiculously seriously? Oh, it was you when I, I made the joke about baby oil when we shared the room together. And you paused for a moment, really thought about it, and went, I've actually bought water-based lubricant because it doesn't mess with my pH so much. <laughs> Just walked off and left me dying because I was not ready at all. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. That was funny, man. That was funny. Ultimately serious. From our... Right, I'm going to second sip. 
That was a good trip, other than the sickness and impending doom. It was. I do feel like whenever, like, if we start going away more, I just think that it's that's going to be like a normal, like, a, just a weird, weird events are going to happen to us. Yeah, just because it's us. We should just do it more. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, just see what see what goes down. We'll just have to make sure that we take loads of vitamin C. If dragons <laughs> exist, we'll find one. Yeah. On, a, on a, just a trip to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. We will find the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, but we will discover it because discover it, that's just what's going to happen. I think what we do is, is when we go, is we actually sacrifice some of our health, like our health light. If we had a bar of health mm-hmm. where we walked, that's what happened to us is we sacrificed half our health. Mm-hmm. For awesome funniness. Yes. So that's what we do. We compromise our aura. It's all about give and take, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then we have to recover. Yeah. That's why it took us two weeks to recover afterwards. We yeah. used up some magic yeah. and we needed to recover for it. That's a very, yeah, it was. We just, yeah, it was It was like a perk. Because that was a hilarious yeah. night. Yeah. For those that don't know. 50% reduction in health for the next six weeks. That's what it was, yeah. Um, For a, a plus 100% bonus <laughs> in <laughs> Free alcohol activities. for an entire evening at a VIP event where we shouted at the main band to bring on the main band because we didn't realise it was them. Then went out with a gay guy and two mates to a bar where we got free whiskeys and found out that l- later on during the weeks that that same bar had orgies downstairs. We didn't say that made, last time. Which we didn't tell you guys last time. <laughs> um, uh, you made friends with the bartender who then gave you more free drinks and... Um, then we had and we had a super comfortable double bed that the woman kind of brought us an extra duvet for. Yeah. And then so there was the we, other place with the the guy who was coaxing us to dance shirtless with him. Oh yeah, yeah. We had the guy who came and hugged us shirtless and tried to get us shirtless, and then we went to a, one of the best takeaways ever. Yeah, interesting night. All um, in all in the space of like two streets. Yeah, <laughs> London's a strange place, man. Well, Shoreditch. Yeah, Shoreditch yeah. is ups the ante of London. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Should we, uh, should we like these bad boys? Oh, yes. Yes, we do have some of the old cigaries. Now, this is one that you've brought in on a whim. Yeah, so I'd like... I need to... Um, we haven't got our regular We haven't got our Davidoffs. Davidoffs. We have our account with Davidoff ready to rock and roll, so we yeah. should hopefully be bringing you guys some tests of the Davidoff line. Um, if you guys want to go and have a look at them and see what you want us to try, we can do that for you. We might, and we'll see if we can get you guys some deals as well, especially coming up to Christmas. Yes. Um, oh, for the 50th show... Yeah. Ant has messaged me saying he'd like to come on for that for the 50th. Yeah, for sure. So um, I said, yeah, that's cool. For sure. Uh, so these are one that you picked up. What are these? La Invicta. So now we've tried uh, what's essentially a 60 to 100 pound cigar mm. in the ones that Ant brought us. Yeah. We can now, What? how much are these things? Um, eight pounds each. Oh, so they're not stingy. No, they're, they're not they're cheap. They're pretty decent. They're so just, just, but they're, they're... Invicta. La in, it's either LA Invicta or La Invicta. I think it's La Invicta. It seems like it would be. Um, and it's from Nicaragua. 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 Handmade. Yeah, that's that's it. So we don't. We have no idea what the standard of this is going to be. It might be good, might be bad. But we've tried the smoothness of the Davidoffs. Yeah. So this will be interesting. I'm going to do the uh, table cut. Nice. There you go. And in the middle of the table, I've bought us a little extra treat. So I've got, it looks like a little tree stump, but you spin the lid, which makes a cool noise. <laughs> and it opens up to be an ashtray. And it's a nice uh, and, and wide one, so you can actually hold the cigar. Yeah, they'll, they'll sit in there. Nice. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it looks nice and oaky and tree. And I literally got this ashtray if you like it. I mean, we're not going to use it for more than the cigars. It's not like we're smokers. And uh, it was about, I don't know, I want to say £12. That's very cool. It's, yeah. It literally looks like a bit of a tree stump. Yeah, it is. It's just carved wood. 
Because they're literally taking a piece of wood and taking a chunk out of it to make uh, a base for the ashtray. It's pretty sick. like it. So, um, where are we at? Which end did I chop? Oh, damn it. That's the chopped end. That's the chopped end. So you have to, with your cigar, test it, make sure you can get a good pull. Yeah. Yeah, can. Feels decent. Toast the end. So how's your week been, anyway? Been busy. Um, yeah. Been a good week, busy new, week. New, new busy or current stuff going on busy? Um, just lots of things happening. Um, got some new bits of kit for the gym um that needed sorted we were sorting stuff for a halloween party because we've got a halloween party tomorrow night so that'll be saturday night do you need a one-armed biking we definitely need a one-armed biking so i think you should i think you should make your way down to vcb um halloween party is always one of my favorites it's never the most busy just fun um but yeah i just think it's fun to if you've got people willing to dress up they're already halfway to being fun aren't they as long as it's not you know, rebellion against church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to take that off for this. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, just getting stuff ready for that. Um, sorting some new clients. Um, just little bits we had literally today. Like, BT came because we'd swapped our internet over. They've fucked up. They've been down three times already. So, like, at one point, we had what, a photo. Why? why is this so shit? I, how I many have years no have we had internet now? And how many times, every time when you're about to change internet, you get the feeling of absolute dread. Like, okay, so my appointment's on the 18th. I should expect to be connected by mm, next month, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, BT came out like three times. Um, the first time they came out on the date, they said um, they said we weren't there. We were, we were open from 6 o'clock. So you were there from the, the gym that you opened at 6 a.m.? Yeah. Till Until 10, 10 p.m. You were yeah. there. So they just didn't, they just did a no show. So did you, you pull them up on that? Yeah. Then they managed to get some. The somebody... more you can pull them up as they're doing this shit, you can then go, well, what's my compensation for this? This is yeah. great. This is my, my entrance to your service has been this, this, and this. Well, the, this was, so that morning they cut our internet off. Um, so. So is that no music or anything then? So fortunately we basically got the setup done ourselves. So we did half of his job for him. We got the router set up. Um, because it's got like a, it's got a four G backup thing, which is a new feature that we've Ooh, got. So it, and that worked bridges the gap. No, it didn't work. Oh. Um, <laughs> but that's probably that may have been down to our setup or something. Like that. I'm not sure. But and that, and then it came with six um, discs that will um, expand the the reach of the Wi Fi as well. Um, that's again meant to be installed by their engineers, and they only delivered one of them. And they were meant to deliver. Oh, th- they meant to deliver three. And then the engineer could fit another three. Um, yeah, then they came back out yesterday, but they sent out an open reach engineer who only deals with the lines and none of the hardware. Um, so that was completely pointless. He literally came out for no reason. Um, so then I phoned them up again. And then were they. Were you getting mad at this point? Yeah, yeah. And then they vanished because each one they were just like, oh, it's going to be a few days. I'm like, this no. is my fucking internet. I changed supplier. Because I was having problems with the customer service from my old company, and you've been shit so far. Um, but anyway, got the guys came out, and it's not the individual's fault. They, they no, no, they just the sent, aren't they? And um, yeah, they came out, and they've managed to sort it today. But like, literally, everyone turned up at once. We had a stairmaster delivered, a photo shoot turn up, BT turned up. 
one of our coaches turned up with some stuff for the party tomorrow, which was like some because we had like a bar set up in there, so we had like the gas tanks delivered, and oh. so there was like, and everyone just turned up at once. Plus, I had like coaching consultations, um, <laughs> and then stairmaster doesn't come fit, uh, assembled. You have to fucking put that all together. It's what not the, fuck? the bulk of the bodies, and then all of the other little bits and pieces. It took about two hours to get that fucking fit together. You have to fit any electrics. Uh, yeah, so you've got the control panel, and all, it's just a fucking fistful of wires, and it's just You're like loaded. Kidding. Yeah, you've got to literally walk, put like it. It's just like plug and play, plug and still. play. But you don't know. It's literally that you open it up, and it's just a bare circuit board with like shit on there. And the instructions were fucking shit. And we got to the end, and there was loads of bits left over, and we're like, they're not mentioned anywhere. So we were literally going around trying to find where they fit, and it was like. Nowhere in the instructions are they even mentioned. Was it extra bits? No, you, no, they, they, they were they were to go on, and oh, so then we were me. like fucking finding where to put them. Who's this brand that you bought? Stairmaster. Actual Stairmaster. Yeah, Stairmaster. That is not lit properly, sir. No. Toasty, toast it. I uh, I've been talking too long and not. You need mm, to do the sucky, sucky flame. Not puffing. Do the cool flame suck. This is your manly moment. Yeah, yes, make it fire. Did you actually spit it? You spit ash out from the front of it then somehow. Yeah. yeah. You're okay. not supposed to blow back through it. Were you blowing? Were you just breathing through the cigar then? <laughs> I, I think as I was like sucking, I think I you, ended you up blew letting back it through selling. it because it, it exploded. I've blown the, end. Blown the, end blown end the arse out of it. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, yeah. That's actually got a hollow ring in it. Look, can you see? You created a polo cigar. Yeah, that's a polo cigar. <laughs> it's a new thing, mate. It's, it's a demon polo. Yeah, it's a new thing. Hilarious. Well, at least it's sorted. Yeah, and it was just one of them, like, everything all happened at the same time. And then I was like, I was hoping to get away early because I wanted to get my costume and shit sorted. I had to have a shave because normally I've got a little bit of a beard or a a goatee. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't work, would it at all? Yeah, well, I'll show you. I uh, practiced it and I had to. I had the goatee still on and, like, you just can't, the makeup just won't apply. got to. you'd have to frost your goatee out. Yeah. Yeah, you look like a joker there. Yeah. Which, oh yeah, can we also point out two things? One, my mum is still obviously um, with us, with me, still staying here um, after her. God, we've had a fair time of it. I, I just thought, this is sympathy surgery, this is. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm having, sympathy surgery. I'm, I'm going to tell my mum that when we yeah. get back downstairs. So mum had a hysterectomy, which we all know is a very invasive procedure. So she's been living with, with me for the past like month, I think it's been about now. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't she? I think this will be week three, right? Yeah. So she'll have been here a month by the time she's able to go. And um, she, she's basically regressed, yeah, to it. Like I said last week, she's, she's a teenager now. Yeah. She, she sits, she nests, she watches TV all day. She'll every so often grumble about what food is there, uh, what can I make, and then um, and then give me a, a list of things I need to buy. <laughs> um, but... The um, she walked. I walked in, and obviously I, I look like a biking. So I've got black face paint on, hair braided, some feathers in my hair. It's kind of all right. It's not too bad. She wasn't ready for Lou. Lou walked in, full leather, white face paint. She's like, "Ooh, ooh!" But doesn't he look just like him? Who, Mum? The Joker. <laughs> I can see where it's like, you're close, Mum, but it's the crow. She was like, "Ooh." Yes, that one. Well, that's yes, the one. Yes, that's the one. That's She's the no one. clue who the crow is. Yeah. She doesn't have any clue. Yeah, so funny. But also, I'd like to point out that as devilishly good as you look in terms of that you might rob somewhere, you've got a gun, you're going to hold somebody up, maybe put a bomb on a bus mm. and do something. Yeah. When I went into the bathroom where you'd applied your yeah. scary makeup, there was the usual, the black makeup, the white makeup, the sponges. 
and the mermaid paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. When I when I pick, we went to Merry Hill to go and get some get some like supplies, and then Emma was with me because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to need, and um. She said, oh, yeah, you're going to need a brush as well. And I was just like, all right, then, have you got some? And she was like, no, I'm going to pick some up because this makeup might fuck them up a bit. And um, th- she was looking at the packs and she saw these like mermaid ones. And she was like, oh, I'll get these. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. Because I, I, initially the plan that is, was... There's such a long-term boyfriend attitude. Yeah. There's the moment where you thought, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight this. Then you, uh, your immediate long-term brain kicked in and went, Why? Well, to, the, the, I wasn't planning on doing it. I thought Emma was going to do my makeup. So then, but then when I practiced the other day, Emma did it, and she was trying to do it so, too perfect. Whereas it's like the crow makeup's like, it's meant it's to like be a bloke's bit, it's meant to be messy. Yeah, it's meant yeah. to look like you kind of applied it yourself. Um, so then I was like, I just wiped it all off, and then just I was like, I'll just try it myself, and then nailed it. It took it took me a lot longer than it took Emma, but like it turned out a lot closer to what I wanted. And I think Emma, I don't even think Emma's watched The Crow. She was. She had a picture. She had a picture. Well. Yeah. But, but like, she would make it to be perfect because that's in her yeah. mechanics. Yeah. She was wanting it to be like a solid white, yeah, yeah, yeah. solid black, sharp edges. And I was like, yeah. it doesn't need to be. It's meant to be like... A bit fucked. Yeah. Fucked, yeah. Thought, yeah. yeah. I, I forget how ragged he is in that. Mm, yeah. And he actually gets a shit beat out of him most of the movie. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not very good at fighting. No. No, that, that's the thing. He's just a normal guy that he's can't die. Yeah, he just can't die. So like, it doesn't matter if he gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. So like, that's I suppose in a way that's kind of the thing that's appealing about him. He is your everyman in a in a certain sense. I do. I really love that film. Really. I haven't watched it in years. I'll watch it later. Yeah. Be very appropriate. Yeah, it's such a good film. The only downside is the rape scene in it. Now you always find this awkward, and I don't understand why there's a necessity. For visuals of this in movies. Yes. I think it's lazy writing because it fills moments. It's not a shock factor. What it is, is the factor that there might be somebody in the audience who suffered something like that. Mm. And you're going to make them relive that moment where you could insinuate the moment and pass on with the door shutting behind, you know, going to black. Yeah. The whole thing where you know it's ha- happened. You don't yeah. need to see it. I can't remember how in-depth that scene is in that movie. It's not, you, so you don't see anything of her. A lot of it's first person, so it's like them doing something to the, the camera. Right. Because um, she's even worse, because that'd be what they see. Yeah. It's, I think, again, it's done as a... a like, it's not as lazy as some. No, it's it, not done for the shock. I think it is done to... It's a part, it's, part of that era as well. Well, also, you then having the story told from, you know, Eric Draven's point of view... And he's had his partner raped and murdered, and then he was murdered. And it's, I think they're trying to put it in there so you know the emotions that he felt and you yeah. saw the horror that I understand he saw. why it's there. I just think it is, it's, it's a harsh thing to even have if in somebody's not had that extent done to them, if they've been in an abusive relationship, it's a trigger. I just think remove the triggers, let everyone enjoy a movie. We know what's going to happen, we can get the sentiment in mm. other ways yeah. in other ways there's clever ways of doing it i think there's i think that's my issue is there's clever ways of doing it and there's that way of doing it and a lot of people just go the blunt way especially horror movies they're dreadful for it yeah but then the thing is if you start if you start sensitizing or censoring that no, no i don't think it's censoring i think you can still create the awkwardness without that visual trigger is it specifically just with rape things yep. you find yeah where where's the where does it draw the line for somebody who um, has experienced or witnessed a murder, or mm. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're going to have a very similar thing. And obviously, I don't know. I just think it's 
I personally, I just think anyone who suffered that. Oh, oh did you bash it? I'll get the vacuum out in a bit. <laughs> That's funny. The crow vacuuming. <laughs> he's a badass, but he's tidy. Yeah. These, uh, they, they don't hold their ash quite as long as the... Uh, they do not. That is true. Look, that, the, well, that's the, the extent ups. mine got to when I tapped it off. That's like, what, like a centimetre and two mils or something? Yeah. 1.3. I wonder if that's a thing. How girthy are these? What girth do you reckon they are? What's the ring gauge? The on ring them? gauge. Uh, uh, Small-ish. Medium. <laughs> I'd say probably standard occasion. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think I just think it's such it's something somebody has to live with that's physically done to them, mm-hmm. and that's different to seeing a murder. What about torture? Same thing. Yeah, it's got to be a similar thing. But again, um, it's it's different when it's sexual. I don't know why. In my head, it's just different. Yeah, it's I'll, like I'll... it's like something's taken from them. Yeah. Without consent. Torture is still external in, in some sense. Do you know what I mean? I get. I do understand what you're it's saying. It's like an external like, infliction. I think um, rape is a, a level of violation that's not matched it in any other way. It destroys lives. Mm. Like you can be tortured and you can have backlashes from that, but um, it's. I don't know. I would assume that there's different triggers for that that you wouldn't see as often. Like I don't, I don't know. No, maybe not. <coughs> Hard on that. Torture is a good example. I think... Um, Thankfully, we'll never know. Yeah, yeah. And I get. I completely understand what you're saying. I just feel that it would be very... It's going to be hard to differentiate. Like, somebody who's witnessed a murder... Well, here's the or thing. ...or other things like that. It's like, surely that's going to be thereabouts can, as horrific. Do you think it's because you can go and watch a movie and you're pretty sure you know there's going to be torture in it, whereas when you go and watch a movie, they can chuck these, sprinkle these scenes in and you're not ready for them? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that's they're a it. bit more like a, what the, the rape scenes can be chucked in without really realising they're going to be in there. Yeah. Whereas a torture scene, you know the style of movie you're going to go watch It might have that in it. Yeah, that's a fair point as well. Yeah, you're, you're more prepared mentally yeah. for it. But, I mean, the trailers usually show it. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, where's our dogs? Fucking hell. That, how much backlash did that get for the torture scene? Do you know they tried to make him cut that? Yeah. And that and makes the movie. Yeah, that's what everyone that's thinks the of. the scene. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So, I don't know. It's just like, I think you're able to distance yourself from that a bit more because it's less common, maybe? Or less spoke about? Who knows? Anyway, that's a miserable subject. It's just my point. Every time I see one in a movie, I just cringe a little bit when they do it that way. I think it all depends on the intent of it. Um, when it's just chucked in there and it is for the shock value, there's mm. no emotional connection to that. Because sometimes that is a critical moment in that the person's story. I feel in The Crow, that definitely is. 100%. And it, and it can it can fuel some movies. I just think there's ways. It's very clever. I've seen some directors do it in very clever ways that mm-hmm. definitely still pisses you off, mm-hmm. makes you know what's happened. You feel it, but then you feel it because the actress is so good or the actor is mm-hmm. so good um, afterwards to display how they have suffered, like the aftermath of it. Yeah. Let's you know. I think... Um from dusk till dawn's brilliant with that. So you know where you know the scene before all the vampire stuff happens in the hotel room. In the hotel room, yeah, and very, he very, comes, yeah, the little flashback. Thing. Yeah, he comes yeah. back to see Richie left in the hotel, and he's like, "Where's the hostage?" And you literally start seeing like it flashes up on the screen just for a split second of like her murdered on the bed or just blood splatter and. Can't really make it. Yeah, you, you never see it for long enough if, to know what's gone on. I've even paused, and then you know the click, click, frame, frame. Yeah, the actual visuals are deceptive in themselves as mm. well they're not a full visual yeah it's very clever yeah and that's like you get like a moment of 
what it was, but they never directly show you. And yeah. the, the one bit where you kind of see it, but it's out of focus over his shoulder. He's in focus, and then you just see her like, but it's bit blurry on the bed you can see her clothes are like ripped up a bit and yes. there's blood yeah but you can't see anything nothing's actually happening yeah nothing's happening as well, she, as well see, that's what i mean yeah nothing's actually happening there's no none of, you know and there's some movies <laughs> that gesture yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's none of that um and i just think that's i like i can deal with that that's that's good mm. whereas um, some of them i i think for me it's landed more because there was one time i went to watch you remember the hills have eyes yeah that's a shock value one. Mm, and as a girl got up and walked out, mm. and it almost made me leave. Yeah. Because I remember just feeling for her. Mm. She, the moment came, she just went and got out. And I was also thought, surely who she's with knows, mm. you dick. You knew Maybe. this type of movie was going to have that in it. Maybe, yeah. You don't know. There might have been the a first The inbred date. movies are always, yeah, it might have been a bad movie for a first date. Fuck yeah. I bet he had in his head. She'll want some protection after this or yeah. get an arm around her. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, maybe don't take that risk, fella. Anyway, but just my thoughts on it. Opinions from any other people. Well appreciated in the comment section. I think it's a valid thing. I just rubbed black off my face. It's still, it's still there. Yeah. Look at that. Smudgy smudge. Well, I could be coal mining. If uh, if anyone doesn't know as well about the crow, um, Brandon Lee, the, that's Bruce Lee's son. Oh, yeah. If you don't know this, where have you been in your life? Yeah. Um, he died during the film in that movie, <sighs> which is... You heard what's happened recently? Alec Baldwin, yeah, which is a, effectively what's happened. Or I don't know the full situation with Alec Baldwin, but the same thing happened basically. Um, and after that, they reformed. Well, no, tell people because some people might not actually know. Okay, so, so the Crow movie is based on him dying, yeah. coming back to life, and being basically he's in, immortal. He, yeah, he still goes down. He doesn't can't just walk. Unlike Bloodshot, have you yeah. seen that shit ass no, movie from Vin Diesel? Don't watch it, people. It's on. It's on Netflix now. They're lying that it's trending. It's not trending. It's it's under trending. That's why they put it because it's terrible. He literally just walks and gets shot, and he's yeah. got nanobots in that heal him as he's going. Right, no, it's shit. He, Brandon gets a shit kicked out of him, goes down a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. He's literally just a normal guy, but he just can't die. He yeah. still, he still like has shit happen to him. He gets fucking, he can get beaten up. Yeah. He's stronger. Um, is he? Yeah, he is. Or does this, he just get better at fighting? Cause no, he is stronger. He There's stronger. like some stuff where he's like chucking people around, oh, which okay. is a bit like. I think um, he learns his powers as he goes, doesn't he? Yes. A bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but effectively, he can't die, so he, he knows he's he can't origin die. Story, he's not, the crow's origin story. He's not afraid of getting shot. If someone points a gun at him, he, yep. he literally just would walk right up to it and get shot. It'll knock him back a little bit. He'd yeah. then get back up. Um, and in one of the scenes that they were filming, it was like a couple of days before they wrapped up the uh, the the filming and like six days before he was due to be married. Um, oh, shit. I get, didn't know that. Yeah, so what basically the, the the guy in charge of the firearms was away that day when they had to film something with with the firearms in and there's Convenient. there's blanks and then there's the there's like two different types of you got the blanks and the regular rounds and when they were doing the test rounds part of a bullet broke off and got lodged in the barrel and then the blanks still have gunpowder in them but they don't there's no projectile. No, but they do eject a massive force of air pressure yeah. as they fire. If you yeah. were to actually hold a blank gun by someone's head and shoot it, yeah. you put them in hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's still it's still an explosion, and it still would, if there was anything on the end, would yeah, fire yeah, it up. Yeah. But because a chunk of uh, the the previous bullet was lodged in there, and the, the firearms guy wasn't there to check it over, yeah. they put a blank in, fired it, which fired the chunk of bullet out. Um, it hit him in the stomach, got lodged in his spine. 
Um, yeah, and then he, they took him off for surgery and he died. Because it was an Uzi, wasn't it, that did it? It was a rapid-fire weapon. It wasn't like a single shot. I'm it was a, not sure. It was, yeah, because there's a scene. It's when he's up on the main table in the room yeah. and they, the guy opens up an Uzi and it's in that. Now, there's some... Now, this is unproven. Some say the scene is still in no, the movie, but I can't see that being no, true. I, I watched um, I watched a document, not like a mini documentary about oh, it, really? and they interviewed the guy who shot him. He's the guy who plays Fun Boy, right? In it, um, and because he had he's had to like live with the fact that he's That'd killed somebody. Crushing. He said he took like a whole year off anything, um, and he said it's and he's like he was in his. I think he's actually passed away now, um, mm. but he really struggled to get around it and he in the interview he's like around about 50 and he said it's taken him until now to really kind of be able to talk about it comfortably mm. uh, and he said he received hate mail and so much You're stuff kidding. yeah because he he's fault no he was he was doing what he was instructed he he was just given the gun point it at him yeah, pull the trigger blanks yeah um, like as it, yeah as as they'd probably done a hundred times before yeah um yeah and it, and it killed him and after that because it was such a like Brandon Lee hadn't really made it at that point. He'd done some other stuff, and he was a real up and coming star. And that, and especially the 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 notoriety that the Crow got at the time, would have like slingshot him into kind of the public eye massively. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh you wiped it. It's, it's a little bit off, but yeah, it's all right. It's all right. But um. So I've got makeup all over my face and I've just been desperately <laughs> wanting to touch my face. But you missed most of your nostril and went straight up the side of the nose. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> Motor skills have deteriorated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, the, yeah, they reform, reformed all the laws around it and they have to have, like, certain practices and whatever else. So, in theory, that could never happen again. But literally last week... Last week, Alec Baldwin. Um, yep, yeah, he fired a gun on set. Now, this is really weird. He killed a camera lady and hit the director. Apparently, it went through. Did it? Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. The bullet so, went through her and then got lodged in the director's My shot. only theory on this is he's pointing the gun at the camera for a shot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's not even meant barrel. to... Apparently, you're not even meant to do that anymore. You're not allowed to point a gun at a person. So how do they shoot in movies and just aim away? Yeah, they, they're not allowed to aim directly at somebody. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Why take the risk? Yeah. So, yeah, he, so he ended up... He killed the camera lady and, um, yeah, injured the director who was hospitalised... And that's Alec Baldwin, a seasoned actor, and he's, you know, he's got to be what late fifties by now. Yeah, he's got to live with that now, and that must be, because I mean, by all accounts, he seems like a pretty decent fella. It's pretty fun. Yeah, um, shocking that uh, in I this think, day and age, all the safety things that's happened. Yeah, I don't know if it was true, but I heard that um, the crew has complained a lot about just their kind of health and safety standards on that set have been really poor. There's loads of rules being broken, things that just haven't been done as they should. Um, so again, whether that's true or not, I, I I don't I don't know if I can I don't know the details of it at all. Um, but well, yeah, it's just shocking be, that that's... there'll be a full investigation. We'll find out. Oh won't god, we? yeah, we'll find that... out exactly why. But it's the same thing. They theorized is uh, theorized. It's fragments in the barrel. Yeah, and it's just shocking that that can still happen again. And again, for this poor woman who it's happened to, who yeah, because she know, was not that she was not that old either. No, not at all. I think she was like either early thirties or late twenties. I'm just might be making up totally, but Freak she definitely out. wasn't an, old, an older lady, and she was just a you know cam fucking hell camera woman. Mm, I know. You'd, you wouldn't think you were. <laughs> you'd never think that was a no. dangerous role to be in. I'm dead. Not even injured. Dead. Scary. I know. I had some proper moments uh, this week where I had real. I don't know why I had this. Real thoughts about mortality. 
Yeah. I haven't been bothered about death for a long, long time since um, my experience with DMT. Mm-hmm. I really not, not feared it, but it was more a fear of underachievement. Yeah, like not doing enough before. Not you doing go. enough, and also, I start, It was more of what you're going. Where you're going to be when you're seventy? What are you going to be doing? What's yeah. your plan? Are you still going to be doing this when you're seventy? Yeah, well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you talk. You think about retirement. Well, this isn't a game that you can retire. There's no pension for what I do. No, there's nothing you, like that. Have you got a pension? No, dude. No, no. I'm my own boss. I am me. Yeah, but you can. You can obviously like pay into pension schemes and things like that. I haven't got a pension, so I'm not telling you that's what you should do. But like for me, my business is my pension. No, because I'm pretty sure the pension that you put into is a Britain, as a Britain, <laughs> <laughs> and it's me who's fucking. <laughs> it's me who's retarded today. Monies you give to Britain, right? I've as, heard, as, as I've you heard are a Britain. What you put in, right? You don't even get back. That's actually a legit factor. Some of the people who, uh, in the previous decade, haven't won't ever get back what they put in through their working life. Because the retirement age got so high that they didn't receive their pension until so late that they'll never get back what they put in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the details. Of it, you're like. definitely better save just saving stuff, putting stuff aside. Mm. But it's then you've got to make that big chunk of change, haven't you? Yeah. Like you got what you're going to need when by the time you retire, like two hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. If well, you're not frivolous, I, I suppose it's frivolous. Well, the the state pensions which keep keep people ticking. Most people will have paid off if they've got a mortgage, pay their mortgage off. So their their expenses would be you know considerably lowered. Well, um, that was my main thing. Where am I going to be living? What are you going to be living in? Your home? What are you going to go for? You know all this kind of stuff. Just I don't know. I just had a I had a fucking wobble. Mm. It would be arm went all that. You know, just wobble. Just had a wobble. And it's it, your birthday as well. Another year older. Yeah, just one of those. You know, um, floodgates open, don't they? Mm-hmm. You let one thing in. I think it's a important thing to talk about because, again, this week I've been getting a lot of messages from people because I've hurt my arm. Mm-hmm. And they've said, I've had this done last year, haven't been able to get back into training, had the, you know, experienced this last year, still haven't been able to get back into training. How are you staying so upbeat? I haven't been upbeat. Yeah. I've been, I haven't been, th- I've been on the sofa mm. just wallowing, mm. just pissed because the the whole thing of two in five out of 100 two to five people out of 100,000 every year this happens to, and everyone I've spoken to have asked, is this because I've been doing something wrong over a long period of time and it's gone? Like he's mm. been waiting to go and this was the thing? Yeah. And they've all said, nah, it's yeah. that one moment, mind off the ball, ping, yeah. done. Um, and that makes it worse for me. Yeah. I could have avoided this. Yeah. But then I think, but you've this has happened to you for a fucking reason. Like this is this is this is the universe's... So I was supposed to go rock climbing on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. So this happened on Friday. A week ago today, mm. yeah, on the Sunday I was supposed to go rock climbing. Now I could have sheared it off the fucking bone rock climbing. I yeah. could have gone, and I'm a gorilla when I climb. Yeah, I'm about as. If you were to take a rugby player and dress him as a ballerina and go off for you doing Swan Lake, that's me rock climbing. Muscle my way up the walls. Yeah. Um. So and I jump for stuff. Yeah. Especially for bouldering, because you just fall ten feet and go poof, and it's yeah. fun. But I jump and reach and grab. Yeah. And the way that you um, snap a distal bicep tendon is if you have a slightly bent arm mm. and the load which you exert on the arm exceeds that of the ability of the bicep, mm-hmm. you snap the tendon, which is why it often happens on big, heavy deadlifts. Yes. Because people tend to start the lift with a bent arm mm-hmm. and then they extend it as they lift and yep. it goes. Yep. So if you want to avoid this on heavy deadlifting, make sure your motherfucking arms are bolt straight as you lift mm-hmm. and it won't happen. 
Yeah. It won't happen. I was gonna say it's very, very rare that that it w- like it's still it still is a possibility, but it's it's way massively reduced, isn't it? And also, um, tendons do strengthen, but they strengthen slower. So, especially if people sure. are um, enhanced, the oh, muscle yes. exceeds the strength of the tendon quite significantly, mm-hmm. which is why you see some of these massive big power lifters who mm-hmm. you know they're not tested yeah snapping yes. these tendons left right and center yeah their strength will increase relatively Huge, quickly yeah. and their tendons can't handle that yeah um but it also doesn't mean that that's you know the my friend who who tore his last year um oh, had it was a, only last year yeah had, oh, okay. had some had some time off training but was still a biggish guy was still quite strong came in for a deadlift session after not training for a long time and was working up to something heavy. I think he got to like just over two hundred, mm-hmm. um, and then he just went. And oh, he, yeah. yeah, and he was like, his muscles could handle it, but his tendon couldn't. It, it just goes to show, mind on the fucking game. Yeah. When you start getting to, like we said, it is, it is dangerous. Like mm-hmm. you're lifting heavy, heavy shit. Sorry, bashing desk. Um, just if you're feeling a little bit before you go into a lift, if you feel a little bit off, take a second. Yeah. Take a second, avoid this shit, trust me, because it isn't pleasant, especially for mine, because I feel like I don't need this surgery. I feel like I move normally. Look look at my arm, it's moving normally here. It's no pain. Mm-hmm. It's every so often if I do a certain thing, it's like put me on the floor pain. But other than that, yeah, nothing. It feels like, so why am I suddenly having to be chopped up to have three months of, re- minimum three months recovery, yeah. not being able to lift, not being able to live. My arm's going to be strapped to my body. I'm going to have to learn to be a lefty. Mm-hmm. You know the amount of things you can't do when you're lefty? Masturbate. Well, that's going to be like stranger, stranger danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll help you out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but with the lick, with the water based lubricant, not yeah, yeah, because of the pH balance. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, wiping your ass. Sorry, people. Never but but it's like there's a stranger doing it and they're not very good. <laughs> not very thorough. Yeah. You've missed a spot. I'm going to be living the wet wipe life. Um, other things. Eating. I've realized that I can do an overhand stab with a fork because you're used to having a fork in your left, knife in your right for nice eating. Can't do scoopy motions with my left hand. Oh, really? So soup's out. Like you're just, just gonna, you're gonna have to learn a lot. Do you of know what skills? I might do? I might start writing with my left hand on day one, yeah, and see by like day four, no, uh, week four, yeah, how if my writing's improved, yeah, yeah that see, see how I can see what happens. Yeah, just record everything that you do with your left yeah, hand. Yeah, and we're just on the first video, which we're obviously going to do. So I'm going to do a recovery little series on it um, of what's doing. Um, I also want to go through and I need to work out whether I can do this. I am, and I'm going to tell you guys on here, because these uh, I'm going to be using peptides mm-hmm. to increase the healing ability of my body. Yeah. Now, peptides are completely... Now, I'm going to be using two. There's BPC-157. Now, listen, these are things that you can use that will help with... Um, if you have uh, something that's going to scar badly, if you're going to, if you've got anything that requires like muscle healing, healing abilities, um, mobility, and all things like that, they can help. So it's BPC one five seven, which you can get orally now, but I'm not sure how effective it is orally, other than if you're trying to heal gut health. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you take BPC one five seven orally, it can literally feel like a heal. Feel. It can literally heal a leaky gut. Um, uh, bad like uh, stomach ulcerations or um, anything like that. It can actually IBS. It's it called they call it the the what is it the Wolverine, Wolverine peptide. peptide. That's yeah. the Wolverine drug or whatever the fuck. So it is. what it does is it proliferates the healing of muscle tissue, ligament tissue, and tendon tissue, and it does that by increasing your um, signaling factor for your healing ability of your body, which nearly dis- dissipates after around about three to four days. Yeah, it keeps it rocking, keeps it going. 
Um, and it does no harm. You can't overdose on it. You can't do anything. And it only stimulates the natural capability of your body, natural ability of your body. There's no hormone fuck-ups, nothing. They're not hormones. Yeah. So they're not going to help you in bodybuilding senses. These yeah. are all about Other long, longevity. If you had an injury. Yeah, yeah. They're about longevity and healing. So it's like prevention prevention as well they can mm-hmm. be used for, which is where I come into the TB500, which is, um, I want to say thiamine, but just double check me on that, TB500. It's thio something, thio, thiamine beta 4 or something like that but don't quote me on it. TB500 is a derivative of that. And what that does is that increases um, healing of actual of, of muscle tissue specifically. Mm-hmm. And um, what is it else it does? It, it, it does a similar thing to BPC. It increases uh, production of new capillaries, blood vessels, uh, and also increases, reduces to a near, like massively reduces scar tissue. In a huge, huge way. Oh, wow. So if you've had an operation, TB500 is amazing for reducing scar tissue. BPC-157 does help, but not as much as TB. And the difference between BPC and TB, if you're at 500, BPC runs out after about, I think it's a maximum you can take it for, is kind of like six weeks, but really it's 21 days oh, is wow. its maximum capabilities. TB500, you run it at a higher dose for six weeks, but then after that, you actually reduce your dose to half, and then... After that, for a couple of weeks, you then reduce it only once a month. Mm-hmm. And prior to, prior to once a month, it's once a week. Then you go to half a dose for once a week for about four weeks, and then you go to that half dose for once a month, and you can run that long term. Oh, well. So once it's in, loaded, and done, you can then keep it on that it's once like a, a month. Phase, yeah, yeah. You can keep it then running consistently over time, especially if you're under heavy training or body's under a lot of um, you know stress damage and stuff like that. Yeah, which is going to be from yeah, just, just from what pe- people underestimate that like any you, any high level of athletics. Yeah, but yeah, training, recovering from injury, having a cold, all of these factors, stress at work, stress at home, all this thing plays into like recovery yep. time, doesn't it? People huge. underestimate that. Huge, huge. And um, yeah, so these are things that are, in my opinion, going to be a future of some of the things we do at home for longevity. Now, if you're in America, you can get these things prescribed. Yeah. Over here, you can buy them completely legally online. You just order them, but you technically order them for um, lab analysis. Uh, right, like yeah, that. Lab yeah. use only. Yeah. Um, but there's plenty of stuff online that you can look up, and I would highly recommend that you guys follow a man called Ben Greenfield. He's an absolute, what we can't describe him. Wizard. Uh, <laughs> insane legend yeah he will test anything on himself and he's done it to extremes as in like going to mexico having um, stem cells created from his own um marrow taken from his hip which mm-hmm. he then ejected in every disc in his spine and even into his dick just because it was supposed to help something and so he said well let's do it mm. and the whole thing is on youtube you can watch it it's a 50 minute video of having the full procedure freaking done it's Wow. insane and uh he did say that the, the dick thing did help a little bit but he said mainly it was more for his like spinal health <laughs> yeah yeah that was he just did the dick thing because it was an option he was like yeah, yeah. if i can do it, I can stick he's, it he's literally nobody he's and he's a he's the extreme of all of this as well so he he sleeps in on like a water-cooled mattress he uses compressions with compression work you know those compression sleeves mm. com- body compression sleeves mm. alongside meditation every single day he starts his day with bone broth mm-hmm. um he has hot and cold plunge in his house which he uses daily so he's He's and he's insanely intelligent and scientifically uh, based as yeah. well. He's got numerous PhDs, so I'm a fantastic man to follow. And he's who I'm following to what do this protocol. Ben, ben Greenfield, Greenfield. and he has literally out. a full thing on his website about peptides, those uh, every how to run them, what they do, who needs them, when you should take them, and why. Wow, have you yeah. contacted him? I have, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He spoke to me. Yeah, That's he's cool. he's a really cool guy, really cool. So yeah, I will be doing those. So we'll see how that goes in terms of me being able to put it on YouTube. I 
Don't know. Probably. I think I'm okay. Because uh, BPC-157, <clears throat> you can even take it if you're IOC tested. Right. TB-500. Now, see, that's probably because BPC is limited in its use, as in you only really run it for three or four weeks yeah. as a rule. Yeah. TB-500, because it's systemic and you can run it long term, technically, I suppose it could list it as performance enhancing in a certain aspect, considering this is coming from the same minds that try to ban creatine. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, they have, if you are IOC tested, you cannot use TB500. Right. But but anything yeah, that, else, it's still good. Yeah. I think that I was talking to um, one of our coaches today. She, Dixie, sorry, not one of our coaches, one of our staff today, Dixie. And um, mm. Congratulations, Dixie, to your, oh, yeah, uh, she, to yeah. your win at your last show. Yeah, she Second won. show, everyone so, won the whole thing. Yeah, literally. So she, she did a, like the regionals, won that, then went to the... the the British finals and won that as well. Yeah. First, like first ever time competing. Just got a nip in and have a win. Yeah. Um, she got invited to, um, I think it was Rome for the finals, but she's not yeah, going. Yeah, don't do that. Take a year out. <clears throat> yeah, she's not. Well, yeah. the thing was, her category wasn't actually one of the categories competing. So she'd either have to have gone up or gone down, which she's not going to, she didn't want to lose any more weight to go down. And she wasn't going to build any muscle in two weeks' time. To no. go up, so she knew that she wouldn't even place in either oh, okay. of the two categories. Yeah, so it was like pointless. It's usually and, the way that is, though. And it was well. It was like seven hundred quid. People don't underestimate. Like people forget that bodybuilding. That's now, not including what she's already paid for the bikini yeah. thing, the oh, coaching, yeah. pra- the, the posing practice. All of this is it's a business. That's why there's so many so many different categories yeah. now, and there's small, medium, tall for a million different fucking categories because they make money off everyone who turns up. So the more people that are there. It is a, it's a business. Do you know what happens when you turn pro as well? What? So you get the pleasure of paying pro entry fees. Do they charge you more? More. <laughs> what? Where, where's the yet, logic? And yet you get all these people who will like put on their things like WBF, F Pro and yeah. all this stuff. It just basically means they've got to pay more to enter their shows next time. <laughs> they get they nothing. I mean, I mean, it's their, it's their own job to make something of what they're doing. Like, tell your story. Show people your routines. Show how you got to where you got. That's yeah. how you make your money. You do not make your money from the shows. Yeah. Even the big, big pros don't. Mm, You've got no. Chris Bumstead, one of the, the, well, the best in the world yeah. in, the, in the, his category. He, I guarantee you, doesn't make his money from the Olympia. He yeah. makes it outside of it. Yeah. From his sponsorships, the people that follow him there. Um, his you know, clothing, his, his clothing, coaching, all that. Yeah, that's yeah. why he has all those running. Yeah, that, Olympia, everyone has to. If, if, yeah, have to. Yeah, it pisses me right off when people get annoyed at YouTubers, for example, for having merchandise. And this is like gaming YouTubers, all like yeah. whatever. The- oh, I'm sorry, you people on YouTube watching it for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like you don't have to buy this no. stuff, but they're literally trying to make a living. If they, if they, you know, they're creating content, and if you, you want know to better see than anyone. your favorite content creators make content. Mm-hmm. That yeah. little bit of support from that thirty dollars T-shirt you buy, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it really annoys me when people get put like frustrated when people try to monetize their their services and i'm just like why what, what's how wrong? else you expecting to survive yeah. how do you expect to keep doing what it does that helps you get move forward in life yeah yeah it, it is it's really strange that people get pissy about that and i, I just i don't understand it no it make, i don't either it make sense well i mean there's always going to be people that get pissed about after paying for anything mm. even if it's like two pounds they're yeah. like no why should i have to it's like you're gonna get those people yeah but the true the true people that support and help and do things they're, they're always fucking there yeah and they're solid and they're really good and we you know all of us appreciate you guys the thing is there's like there's always going to be people that like just want to say some say some shit just because like um we had an ad running um just just for the gym and it's a picture um a gym oh, shark picture ryan terry i've heard this story no no this this was a different one this happened literally the other day 
what the same thing again? Yeah, same thing. It's ridiculous, isn't this? And um, it's well, practically the same thing. And then somebody somebody put a comment on it, so it it says nothing about the people. It's literally two, you know, athletes or well-known faces in the fitness industry at our gym. It's a cool picture. The reason we chose it is because it's a man and a woman, so it's going to appeal to men and women. So it's a mm-hmm. good general image. You've got our logo in the background. They're on the red carpet. It's a good good picture. Yeah, too. It look, and it's Brian Terry, who is you know professional bodybuilder, good-looking fella. Yeah, very handsome guy. Robin Glant, great shape, good-looking woman. Two people that lift, very clearly lift, that are in a gym. And then someone, like, just put the comment going, oh, clearly natural, like, sarcastically, obviously. <sighs> and I just like, Cool. Why? You go and take whatever it is, you know, that they have to take through their shows, and let's see if you look the same. Like, what, no, bad. Like, yeah, what does it matter? I'm not, I'm not making any statement about no. them being natural or not. Like, are you, I'm almost certain that Robin Glant is natural. Yeah, yeah, she is, yeah. Brian Terry. Well, well, he can't be anymore. No, he's but a do professional... You know, he, he bodybuilder at, yeah. the, at the elite level. He's he one of the best in the world. He doesn't claim to be natural either. No. And he was natural all the way up to that very first Arnold. You yeah. know that? He got uh, in that uh, insane shape in completely natural. He, he got up to competing against those boys who were to the gills. Mm. Natty. And also, like, you stood next to Ryan Terry. He's not a huge guy. No, but he is. He's in, he's, he's he's, in insane he's condition. He's so dense. And very well proportioned. But like... Yeah. And, then, and let's talk about a guy who's come through from shit, yeah. hip spurs that nearly stopped him being able to walk, yeah. came back after a year of, of being on, literally having to be on crutches to walk on a daily basis, yeah. to coming back and smashing yeah. and Arnold. My point is, like, we made no comment on those people. We never were like, do you want to look like him? Or anything stupid like that. It was literally just like, it was just... Uh, it's just a, a visual to get people to look yeah, at the it's just, it's yeah. just an image. And then, yeah, someone's got to, like, put up some negativity just because, like, they look... And, and oh, of course, I'm going to. And I looked on his profile, and dude didn't fucking even lift. Yeah, like, this is it. And I was just like, you... He's had a bad day. He's seen that image. He's made him feel worse about himself. He's just gone, bleh. Yeah, so like, trying to put something else out there. But yeah. un- unbeknownst, unbeknownst to him, you you guys at BCB couldn't be couldn't be a nicer bunch of people to get involved with if you're at ground zero and want to start doing something. Yeah, that's... And yeah, that that's gym couldn't thing. be a more inviting gym. Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm just going to pause and start. Now, I am saying what I'm about to say in the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. Some of you are going to have an offence with the way I say this. But at BCB, I've never seen more people who are considerably overweight, you know, where mm-hmm. you look like... Some you describe as obese. Yeah. Being in a gym and confidently training. Yeah. Because yeah. they feel nothing towards people judging them or being judged or feeling out of place. Nope. And that is part and parcel of why that gym's so good because people are confident and comfortable to be able to go in there and start to better themselves. Yeah. And they do. The yeah. amount of people you've had who've had transformations from being obese mm-hmm. to looking amazing. Yeah, yeah, and that's like... It's not just one case. No, uh, the thing is that we are super aware of making sure that everyone is very respectful of people because everyone is in a different position. Everyone's got a different story. Everyone's got a different starting point. And yeah, if you're in the gym training hard, there's a mutual respect. Whether whether be. you look like yeah. Ryan Terry or whether you're, you know, seven stone overweight. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're in the gym training, trying to look better. Which is better than a dude sat on the sofa eating crisps. Yeah, exactly. And and that's it for us. Um but yeah, there's just people that need to put that negativity out there. Did, yeah, and like I just I don't I don't get why the why people but feel it, that. isn't it funny that though the way i described your gym to somebody wasn't because there's some tremendously strong boys in there and some yeah. very very like good looking bodies in there mm. i described it in the way of 
you know it's so good because you can see people in there who are just starting their journey mm-hmm. and they're confident and they're happy and they're smiling. Yeah. That was the main thing I took away from it. Yeah. Not the fact, oh, there's some beasts that train there. Yeah. It, yeah, because that's it. There are you places that do, that maybe are a little bit, not maybe intentionally, some places are a bit more elitist. Like they, they, everyone has to kind of look a certain way to fit in and there's certain kind of egos that are attached to that. But for me, I just want somewhere that's going to be fun and inviting for people because training should be fun. Because like, yeah. it, it also, it does kind of piss me off when you've got these bodybuilders that, and it is mainly bodybuilders that do this, where they, they talk about being in the trenches and they're fucking, they're killing themselves. And yes, you're training hard, mm. but you're, it's your choice. It's yeah, not yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah. like they're talking fighting. like, yeah, you're not, you're like they're in the fucking wars. Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're being yeah. forced to do this yeah. shit and it's like brutal, like. You, you are I mean, choosing to do the this. The best of the best aren't the ones that vocalize No, that. no, God, They no. just say, this has been, it's hard. It's it's wearing on me. Yes. They let you know that they've had their down times and they yeah. doubted themselves through the whole process because yeah. the brain gets fuzzy. Um, they're getting to such low body fat, does weird things to your mind. Yeah. And they'll talk about that. Yeah. They don't talk about how they've, they're just, you know, they've been, yeah, grinding through. Yeah, uh, like, but, you know, just, but like they're tougher than other people for doing it. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. This they, is a they fucking luxury. Grind through is a it is a, way, it's it? a luxury that you get to do this. Like you choose to put yourself into a show. You choose to spend that time. You are lucky to have the option to go and train at, you know, whatever gym you're training at. And like, there's people fucking starving to death. That's hard. That's like hardship. That's suffering. Not now, what, eating yeah, chicken, rice and broccoli. Some boys coming back from wars dealing with PTSD. Yeah. Because they've done their job, you know, saved lives and can't handle the fact they had to take lives to do that. You know, yeah. and you've got some assholes. I watched one. There's actually, if you watch Lad Lad Bible, mm-hmm. Lad's Bible on YouTube, yeah. they have a whole series where they talk to like ex-gangsters and ex-snipers and all things like that. And they open up about saying this one guy, the ex-sniper, it all kind of the floodgates open. He got, he ended up getting kind of a bit blown up and because of it, it affected his brain and it, and it made him realize everything he'd done and gone through all in one go. Yeah. And it kind of shut him down really badly and he got um, discharged from the army because of PTSD and some fucking prick on the lad's bible thing um, called him a pussy yeah and you're just like who I mean it's got to be a 12 year old kid or some shit right mm. now I mean you have to remember that whenever people leave comments on things that you're negative it's not it's not usually a grown man or somebody like that it's usually a child and you can't tell because it's the internet it's yeah. usually a kid. Like when I was younger, I used to go onto forums and just abuse people for no reason yeah, other, other than to try and get kicked out of the room. Yeah. That was it. Because I didn't know I was a child. And I, and I got onto someone's computer, onto a forum, and was like, ha ha. And yeah. just broke awful Trolling shit. People, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just the nature of children pushing boundaries and doing stuff. It's, yeah. you know, finding where they're at. So, yeah, just, yeah, just a pinch of salt. Mm. Just, and also, if it is a grown person, I've said this a hundred times, just message him back going, sounds like you've had a bad day, dude. Hope it gets better. Yeah. Pretty much most of the time, yeah. they'll, they'll come back with you like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Because they just had a bad day. Yeah. Did I say, so the other time, I think I did mention this before, but this happened maybe six months ago, something like that. And uh, someone commented on there saying, oh, it'd be nice to see some real people on there. Like, yeah, fuck you. Like, what, what are they like? They're imagining like CGI, are they? Yeah, yeah. Like they made a fucking cardboard. I don't know. So then so then we, we commented back. We literally, we co- copied the exact pose and it was just like me, the manager, one of the coaches. And we just like, we, we did like the, the proper poses, <laughs> got, got the exact same image again, just with us and then, and then sent it to him. And then somebody else saw that we like, and this was publicly on the advert. So we posted that picture Brilliant. on the ad in the comments. Brilliant. And then somebody else <laughs> <laughs> um, commented and tagged the original guy in saying like, 
Dave got owned. <laughs> and, then, and then like two days later, like this Dave guy was like, I don't, that wasn't his name, but he, he yeah. was just like, yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. he just like acknowledged he it. But, quashed it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's it just strange, man. Just no like, matter what you do, there's, a bil- there's billions of people on this planet. Somebody's going to have something shit to say about even the best thing in the world. Mm. You know? So um, just try not, I mean, this is what we tend to do as human beings is we focus on the, the one negative out of a hundred positives. And I don't know why we do it. Um, no, so weird, focus on the positives and, and keep moving forward. So uh, we have run out of time. Uh, so there's no Q&A this week. We didn't think it was going to be with it being Halloween and we had a no. lot to talk about with all the whatnots going on. But we'll get those back next week. Hope you've enjoyed it with that way anyway. Yeah. And um, I think what one of the things I do want to say is, and I did say it the other week, I've still been getting them, dealing with breakups. Yeah. People are still struggling. And I have linked you guys, who anyone who's messaging me, I do send you the link. But please listen to, I think it's like episode... 34 or 35, maybe 33, somewhere in that boundary. It's literally titled um, uh, Getting Over a Breakup. Yeah. It's on here. We talk in length about it. If we didn't cover enough in that, let us know. We'll do another episode on it and maybe we'll, we'll cover some more angles for you, cover some more situations. Let us know your situations and let us know what you want us to cover and we will go through it because I guarantee you, it's not just you going through it. No, not at all. 100% it's not just you going through it. It's not the way you feel it. It's not abnormal. It's normal and you can get through it. You will get through it and you just need... A little bit of a perspective put on your life. Um, and I think the biggest one is, um, well, two things. One, about the trolling. Uh, the best way is to not engage with people. And you can, and the best, I think one of the best things I heard is starve them with silence. Mm. And yep. it is, it works. Yep. It does work. I've done that with so many people who have tried like on, on professional levels, threatening me with things. And I've just not taken the bait. Yeah. And it's just disappeared yeah. because they've got no real, basis behind it you yeah. you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, recently yeah. i didn't respond to that at all it's gone yeah it's gone and um the other one with the, the relationship thing is no single point in your life defines you so don't let it because you're letting it if you're sat wallowing about a breakup you're letting a single thing that's happened in your extraordinary life define you and it's not you so you head up get up get off the sofa get outside go do something productive go do something you enjoy yeah. And get back out there and realize, hey, there's a whole goddamn world out there for you to enjoy. And we we see a lot of people that come in for coaching because there's a recent breakup or things like that. They Sorry, say, bash the mic. That's a, like a big motivator to, to get people going again. Like they want Because I think everyone's been guilty of getting into a new relationship and then maybe getting out of shape a little bit or, you know, not focusing on their training as much because, mm. you know, there's there's other fun shit to be doing. And I've never done that. It's always... always Spare me on, if anything. I think um, I think it's important to definitely get somebody that understands training. Mm-hmm. If you're big into your training, don't try and get some girl or guy who isn't into training and then try and get them into training. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, recently, somebody... Oh, oh good. Oh. Are we still recording? We shall see. Has there been a blackout? Uh-oh. Have we? <laughs> Uh-oh. We hope not. Ooh. Is that a yes? Uh, no. No, we're still going. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I was talking. I was talking to a, a friend who not long ago, well, maybe a year ago, had a breakup, and he always thought he need because he was always always trained for years. He thought he needed somebody who was into training, and that was good. Mm-hmm. And the person who he's with now, she doesn't train, and he's okay with that. And he's not he, yep. he's not trying to push her into training at all. And he said he, he's happy with that. She she does some bits occasionally, 
And he actually realised that although he loves training, she respects that that's always going to be a part of his life and he's always going to dedicate a good amount of time to that. I think it's better if you don't train together as well. Yeah. I think you need that separation and that little bit of difference. There's very few people who I know who do train with their partners. Yeah, I think yeah. it's few and far between that people can get away with it. Yeah, it is. And even if you do, you both right. train, go in but separate in the gym. Go and yeah. do your own things, meet at the end. Yeah, me and Emma, like she's always done athletics, um, but... We have trained a handful of times together in 12 years. I think it's sensible. I think it's sensible. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, there you go. I think we covered some good stuff. And I can tell you now, Jaffa Cake Rum, good, has not got a fake overtone to it yet. Is there a brand to that? Or is it literally, it's just so it, on the bottle it says Jaffa Cake Rum. That's what it's called. You can't miss it if you're in a store. Jaffa Cake Rum, fine Caribbean rum, um, blended with orange. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about a brand. That's a really good point, actually. What the hell is that? I think that may be the brand. <laughs> Jaffa Cake I mean, have made this. <laughs> Jaff. How cool would that be? That'd be sick. Um, it does say Atom Labs. Atom Labs? Atom okay. Labs. So where did we... Did we get that from... From, from the place the we got it. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's a... It's a ooh, keep bashing the mic today. Um, yeah, it's one that's obviously available. Have you spoke to Makers of Malt? Have not. No. Masters of Malt. No, no, I decided to snap a bicep off a bone. Okay, we will. We are gonna. <laughs> we're gonna like eventually try and try and sort something out with like a a bit. Yeah, a bigger online distributor. Yeah, because so get you be, some discount codes. Yeah, we can. We can definitely f finagle. Is that what's the word? Fin finagle. Finagle. Yeah. Finagle some kind of yes some kind of thing at some point. We we're we're always trying to do something that's going to be beneficial for for our listeners as yes, well. We that's appreciate always, you guys. We yeah. love you guys. And event, yeah. Do you think we should try and get something some like like a t-shirt out for Christmas? Obviously we were talking about monetizing something but like we've obviously had people that have, We could do something for a limited run. Yeah, just something small. Or maybe like a pre-order only. Ooh, if we do the yeah, pre-orders yeah, yeah. and then Yeah, let's do that. Then, we'll, so then it's literally right. just we get what we'll we'll put up, put up in the comments now some um, ideas for the t-shirts do you like would you like so there's the we could just uh, have we, like the crew cast logo and then nah there's, nah, there's, there's something the, like uh, i like a cheeky pop yeah what, what do we have we had i like well, a cheeky the, the pop. tangent one we've had a few people tangents all, yeah always going off on tangents yeah off on a tangent yeah uh what else did we have there was something else we had how give us some ideas from the from the the numerous amounts of sayings we've come with as we do this yeah. so we've got toodle pip yeah toodle pip I like a cheeky pop, um, off on a tangent or something to do with a tangent mm. um, and things like that. Let us know. And then we'll do a vote and then we'll make one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Any gra any graphic designers who got... Actually, yeah, dude, if you want to get involved. Yeah. yeah if, if anyone's got any designs or any ideas, that'd be sick. I've got a graphic designer I can speak with who does stuff for us. Um, that'd be cool. Otherwise, but... And also, like Invicta Cigars, actually... I mean, smooth burn. It's not got more peppery. As we got further down, no. it stayed nice and smooth all the way down. It does have an earthy, peppery tone to it if you blow it out your nose. Yeah. I, I don't mind it at all. Definitely actually, goes out a little bit more frequently. Doesn't stay lit as long, but well worth well worth it. I, I quite enjoyed that. And it's yeah. still going well. And it's I've got like an inch left on there. That's what she said. Was that six inches? <laughs> that, yeah. Right, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Six, maybe even eight. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. This really cheered me up. Had a bit of a shitty week. <laughs> that's understandable we all, we all have them and, and that's that's this part is of it, it. it? because I've been shutting on my own well I've got my mum here but obviously mum's been here a while so she's now just part and parcel of the house so and also she's and know, she's, she's, she's injured recovering as well. as well so she's limited so um, having you around and that it does cheers me up every time so cheers buddy no worries man. that's it so yeah let us know if you want us to go on to the uh, the breakup thing a little bit more we will do that we'll let you know what what we do know what's worked for us you know we can only tell you by experience other than that 
Have a great Monday, people. Hope you had a good Halloween. If you enjoyed our outfits, the biking and the crow, <laughs> let us know who wins. It's clearly Luke. <laughs> Although I would like to point out there were feathers in my hair. There was effort, some effort done on my behalf, but not as much as yours. Genuinely a bit jealous. And uh, other than that, it's usual shit. You know, if you had a good week last week, carry it forward. What was bad, leave it behind. And uh, get off your ass, get off the sofa, make your own energy. It's getting dark earlier, but fuck that. doesn't matter. It just means it's fire season, fire pit season, whiskey drinking. Good times. Yeah. Christmas is coming, people. <laughs> <Can't wait. laughs> right. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. <laughs>